It's the Lander Biz Show, where you get insight from local experts every week. Here's Shireen Herrera. All right, ladies and gentlemen, we are back. It is the Lander Biz Show. I'm Shireen Herrera, Owen Sweeney in the house. Hello, hello. We've got Todd Comstock and Daniel Smith with us from Fremont Therapy Group. Guys, how's it going? Going well. Yeah, going really well. Glad to be here. Thank you. Are you guys going to bring the summer with you, or it's been a crazy winter here, and uh, we'll talk about a couple of things that might be particular to this crazy winner with Fremont Therapy Group. I imagine you guys may have been seeing a few people that have <laughs> fallen or some issues with the winter ice. I mean, I know myself alone, it just doesn't do the body good, uh, Todd. That cold weather? As a matter of fact, it does bring, unfortunately, more injury to yeah. us. And, yeah, um, we're ready for some warm weather so we can get people back into the mountains and doing the things they love to do. Yeah, so. treating different injuries. Yeah, yeah. We're, yeah absolutely. <laughs> the fun one. Okay, well, guys, introduce yourselves and tell the folks a little bit about what you do. You're both uh, PTs with the Fremont Therapy Group, but give us a little bit of a background. You like, you know, long walks on the beach. You know, what do you like to do in Wyoming? This give is not The, the Bachelor, beach. okay? <laughs> so my name is Daniel Smith. Um, I'm a PT over at Fremont Therapy and um, been here almost two years now, um, but moved out to Wyoming mostly uh, for the climbing and the outdoors, and that's what brought me originally to Lander, so been loving it so far. Awesome. Where are you from, yeah. Daniel? Originally, I uh, grew up in Seattle, oh, okay. and then uh, moved to Boise, Idaho, and then mm -hmm. was in PT school for a bit down in Arizona, so that's where I came from most recently. And I'm Todd Comstock. I'm a physical therapist assistant. I've uh, been doing this for, oh crud, about 24 years now. And um, you look like it, man. <laughs> you look good. I appreciate that. Yeah. Nice, yeah. Yeah. So uh, originally, I started my career at the hospital in Riverton, mm -hmm. um, and then met my wife that way. We moved over to um, the Sublette County area mm -hmm. and spent 21 years in physical therapy there. Oh, okay. And so we fairly recently moved over onto the Lander side, thinking it was a more you know the tropics of Lander. <laughs> Rather than yeah. the icebox of the Don't nation. Judge. Don't judge us by this year. <laughs> and so I've been now with Fremont Therapy Group for about six years and really enjoying it. So, um, yeah, so I also do our industrial medicine side of things. So I'm our industrial medicine specialist. Um, and I guess things that I enjoy doing, I'm a big fly fisherman. I love to fly fish. Oh, my and, gosh. Uh -oh. And, yeah. The stink eye is coming out. No, actually, oh. I should be more. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> <laughs> he doesn't know. Gonna, to, yeah. It's a whole other no. show. Is yeah. that right? Yeah, yeah. I'm like, I'm ready to just ditch Lander Biz right now and just talk. <laughs> Let's do it. Let's talk about water. fly fishing. Yeah, I mean, it's been rough this winter though. But it no, has that's been great. Difficult. You're in a great place for it. Yes. Yeah. yeah, I'll try to like minimize my fishing cracks for the next uh, 20, 30 minutes because you know they're coming. But for those of you that don't know, Fremont Therapy Group does have a couple locations here in Fremont County with uh, clinics in Riverton and Lander, and then they have a couple actually more around the state too. So we get to dive a little bit more in with the industrial medicine mm -hmm. side of things because I don't know what that means, Todd, but we're gonna find out more and then. Uh, Daniel, we're going to also find out something that I know nothing about. That, that's pain neuroscience education and find out what PTs can do for you when it comes to, uh, you know, neuroscience. And so we're going to dive into that. we got a few questions as well. And so, uh, Todd, let's start with what is industrial medicine? Are you sure. working out like building buildings or like in <laughs> the industrial area? Uh, actually, we're working out the people that build these things and we're
work within them. Um, so industrial medicine, it's, it's basically a lesser known service that we provide. Okay. And so it encompasses many different things. Um, for instance, pre-employment re return to work testing, just to make sure somebody is physically able to perform a job. So um, that is one component of it. Um, another is for our patients before they return to work, uh, we can do some other kinds of testing that is more comprehensive, such as a functional capacity evaluation, which is an FCE. And it just kind of gives us some more data to ensure that we're able to get people back to work safely and they are a sustainable um, worker within their job. So, um, yeah, so. For a lot we, of high risk job folks? For the most part, yes. Um, so these are kind of the folks that work out in the industrial type um, industry. Like, like oil field? Oil field, oil gas, construction. construction. It could be even like the parcel services. Um, oh, okay. All right. Things where there's uh, a little more physical demand to it. Okay. So we could I feel terrible for the demand. for the post uh, folks <laughs> this year. <laughs> yeah. They need some major PT because it's like getting to my place was just, <laughs> <laughs> ooh. Oh. Some crampons. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. But I mean, you talk about those folks that, especially this winter, have right. been in an increased area where or a job where physically it's demanding and then the weather plays a part in it as well. Correct. So there are services that we are trying to get promoted out into the community to understand, mm -hmm. even for employers, for, you know, for potential hires, we can help to mitigate possible workers' comp claims, you know, before okay. they even hire um, somebody into the, into their company. And so we are kind of, we act as a third party that way. Yeah, I see. Mm -hmm. So that there is no, you know, we can kind of eliminate the idea of a possible lawsuit saying, well, um, there's prejudice against this person. It's like, no, we're a third party to t take that heat off their backs a little bit. And that's how it kind of benefits uh, the employer. Right. So that's a way to benefit the employer. Now, obviously, with the employee and the workers' comp folks and things like that, we that's where we want to make sure that people are getting back to work safely and they don't sustain another injury. Mm -hmm. So um, so all these services combined, we just kind of, it's a start to finish type of thing okay. where we see them before they're even hired. And then if God forbid they get injured, okay. they um, will then undergo these other testing to make sure they go back to work safely. Got it. So then you can provide, for those who are in a state where they can't return, then you can provide the kind of therapy that will help them get back. Correct. And that process is the triple... Uh, three work conditioning so, program? So, yeah, I'm glad you asked that question. Yeah, so um, the triple three work conditioning program is um, it helps us ensure that somebody returns to work safely and is a sustainable employee again. So the, it's based off the premise of where the triple three comes in is we do three days a week for three hours per session for three weeks. Now, there is an opportunity for us to go into more another three weeks, so a six-week program. And with the industry we have in the state of Wyoming with oil and gas, um, we basically are treating our patients like as if they're athletes returning to sport. Okay. okay. And so 
for most of our patients that might have a rotator cuff repair of their shoulder, mm-hmm. we're going to treat them back to a shoulder, which it could take anywhere from three months to six months mm-hmm. with full um, healing within a year, usually. Okay. Um, but the triple three, again, treating these people like athletes, we want to get these folks back to work as soon as possible. So mm-hmm. this is more kind of for our workers' comp folks. Okay. Um, and so, for instance, if, if you're playing football and you tear your ACL, mm-hmm. you can't just go from formal therapy back to the field. Right. So what the triple three does is now we're making sure that people can complete three hours, three days a week to extrapolate that into a full work week so that they can return to work. And we feel confident that they will go back to work without sustaining another injury at work. This information then also assists us with communicating with their workers' comp case manager, Mm -hmm. their employer, as well as their physician Mm -hmm. to ensure that this happens. Because for a lot of our doctors, unfortunately, our patient may go to the doctor and say, you know, doctor may ask them, do you feel like you're ready to return to work? Mm-hmm. Well, they don't really have a lot of information behind that mm-hmm. to, okay. to make a sound decision. Mm-hmm. And that's where our communication comes into play. And so by doing, by completing the triple three, it, there's evidence that shows there's an 88% return to work by those patients mm-hmm. uh, without having another injury. Interesting. So um, it's well supported in the evidence. Oh. And, and this is something um, that is proprietary to Fremont therapy in general, really? um, this idea. So that's one of the things that we just wanted to kind of let everyone know. This includes employers. And we're finding that right. sometimes an employer will tell their employee, we don't want you coming back to work until mm-hmm. you go through a work conditioning program. Yeah. And they demand it. Yeah, that's interesting because I was going to ask you because this 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 protects both sides, Does. both the employer and the employee. Right, boohoo's both sides. Yeah, you know we're you know we're looking out for everyone. We're all about mm-hmm. injury prevention as well. So right, it is very beneficial for all sides, including the physicians as well. Um, but then you go into beyond a, the work conditioning program. Sometimes you have people they just they probably won't return to that same job. Mm-hmm. So now we got to find out, can you work in a different job within that same within company? Same industry, yeah. And it may take us a little, you know, them a little bit longer if it's a neurological mm-hmm. um, incident or something where they're coming back from. And so therefore, that's where the FCE comes into play. So work conditioning can go into what's called work hardening which is a longer term form of therapy and conditioning um, so that we can get people back to some kind of work. And so they're still, you know, in our workforce in some way. So then that FCE, (laughs) the functional capacity evaluation, that comes into effect because that's a more comprehensive test. It's about a three to four hour test that has scientific parameters associated with it that tests people in certain postures, um, lifting certain weights from certain heights, and it's all throughout a three to four hour time frame so that, again, we can take that information, extrapolate it into how many hours per day can this person complete this specific job. Mm and meet the essential work requirements of, and job demands um, for that position. Mm. Then it generates a report 
that we can then send again, this is beneficial for not only the physician to make that decision based on the data that we provided um, to allow that person to go back to work or we deem them, them safe to return to work in mm-hmm. that same job. Um, but, it, you know, the workers' case managers really, they like this information too. I bet they do. Mm. So that's basically your insurance company um, as well as the employers. You know, sometimes the employers ask for these things um, before they allow, um, again, just like the triple three, before they want their people coming back to work. How do um, people find out about this? Like if somebody is an employer or, you know, maybe somebody recently got injured who's listening? Yeah, good question. So they can call any one of our clinics. Um, we have therapists that are specifically trained in these kinds of um, services. So for instance, in any one of our six locations, we have at least one to two, maybe even three of us that are certified in, in FCEs. Okay. Um, but also all of the therapists are privy to the triple three and we make that as our goal. I okay. mean, if we have somebody wow. as a heavily demanding job, mm-hmm. part of our initial evaluation is discussing, here's our game plan for you. Just like an athlete, our game right. plan is to get yeah. you back. Run- so much overlap with sportsmen. Yeah. yeah, so they are industrial athletes. And so then they already know from day one that part of the process of your therapy is we go through the traditional therapy and during the transitional phase to return to work mm-hmm. is the work conditioning triple three program. Huh. So they already know I have to go through this program before wow. I get discharged from therapy and my physician. Now you say, Todd, this is proprietary to Fremont Therapy. Yeah, this so is something how did this, within how did our this company. Come up? How yeah, did this come up? so we're fortunate that we um, we're also enveloped by a company called USPT, okay. our USPH, and we have um, an individual um, who has been doing this for over thirty years, oh. and he was the one that kind of developed this program. Uh-huh. Um, that we are utilizing company-wide. Um, and, wow. and again, we're finding that it, there, there's so much good research behind it, and we're seeing mm-hmm. great outcomes from our individuals, our patients that go through these programs, <laughs> that it just, yeah, so therefore <laughs> he developed a, a name for it okay. and basically, um, yeah, yeah, is something? something we're wow. using. We'll, we'll talk more, Todd, with sure. the industrial medicine side or, or fly fishing, one of the two. But, but Daniel, <laughs> that sounds even better. I think I know which one's coming up. <laughs> yeah. Daniel Smith, who's also a PT with Fremont Therapy Group, is going to talk to us more about pain neuroscience education, PNE. I don't know anything. Go. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so pain neuroscience education is um, basically just a way for us to teach patients more about pain and how it actually works in the body um, and help reduce some of the fears and anxieties that come around with an injury or with pain that's lasted and persisted for, you know, a longer period of time, Um, especially with chronic pain, which is that pain that tends to last six months or more, and it's pushing away from the acute or subacute phases of pain. Um, We've found that in a lot of those cases, the the pain is no longer due to actual tissue damage. Um, it's more due to this hypersensitized alarm system or hypersensitized nervous system. Um, and there's a lot of things that can contribute to that heightened um, 
nervous system response. And um, the pain neuroscience education is aimed at um, helping to reduce people's fears around it and help them understand what pain really is in the body and not fear it so much. Hmm. Um, and, and setting them up with that mindset. Embrace um, your pain. It was some, yeah, <laughs> to some degree, yeah. Well, it's telling you something, right? So. Yeah. The mindset is really important um, when you get into that, those, that chronic pain in um, helping to reduce the sensitivity. And you can't reduce that sensitivity if you're consistently fearful about that, the pain itself. Um, and so mm-hmm. that's kind of the, the basis of it. Um, and there's a lot of research, a body of research coming out um, Um, supporting just the impact of just the learning process. So the more you know about pain, they've actually shown that decrease the the pain sensations people are having in their body just because they they see it um, for more what it is versus like Mm -hmm. this thing, this unknown of... That makes makes sense. Yeah. Yeah, it really does. What other services do you provide for pain? Because I know like that I get the needling. (laughs) You do some needling, uh, yeah. That helps because I have, yeah, I have some chronic pain, so... Uh, Yeah. Yeah, so like... um, Beyond the the education component, once you've kind of set that up initially to help with their mindset and their approach to the rehab process and getting to a a place of healing, then really you can go into traditional therapy models with that understanding as Mm -hmm. the basis, Mm -hmm. and it can really lead to some better results for those people that are in the the more long-term chronic phase. Um, But yeah, things like any type of movement, therapy aerobic exercise they've shown if you can get 10 to 15 minutes of aerobic exercise it helps release endorphins which are like mm-hmm. a body's natural painkillers mm-hmm. um, so um, simple things like that um, and again not fearing it or having anxiety around it and slowly building into those types of exercise can help use your own body and movement to start to heal and start to decrease the apprehension with with doing certain activities and then with more movement um, it comes improved function and, and, and the actual pain response to different activities can start to dampen and come down. But yeah, like aerobic exercise, strength training for the muscles around a joint can be obviously a component of our therapy. And then manual therapies, like you said, with the, the dry needling or hands-on tool work or just massage and, and those sorts of things can What's help. What's a hands-on tool, like a rolly like, thing? Well, we got some like scraping tools that help with like fascial release. Um, mm-hmm. And we have hmm. some, you know, various forms of, of manual therapy. Um, but basically can just, um, you know, bring b- blood flow to the area, help again with calming the nervous system down with some of those different techniques as well. So there's a lot of things you can do but setting them up with that background basis to understand the pain in the process of it helps in, in um, allowing them to start to return to things in their life and, and have a different mindset with it. Oh, this is great. You know, this, this, I love how you know, we talk to other therapists and doctors and, and, and people in traditional and not-so-traditional medicine. And, and what I love is this theme I've, I've been discovering of, of you know, education and and. And how do you how do you get to the, the the core problem that we're trying to fix here, right? Because yeah. you know I remember growing up. I'm 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 a I'm a kid of the '70s and the '80s, right? And every wasted so much time on TV, right? And every commercial was <laughs> pop an aspirin, take Pepto Bismol, right? Mm-hmm. Cover up the pain, mm-hmm. make the pain go away, right? I don't want to know what's causing the pain. I just want it gone, which mm-hmm. of course makes makes the, you know it exacerbates the underlying yeah. cause of the problem. You're just right? covering it up versus right. trying yeah. to like get to the root of it and mm-hmm. and really 
change your approach to it, right. um, which is super important. So, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. It's so Critical. True. No. Fascinating. And, you know, people who deal with chronic pain, it, you know, puts people into depression. It yep. causes you can't do the things you right. love. Yes. Mm-hmm. And it can I mean, become a, yeah. a vicious sort of cycle yeah. with that. Like, And so we want to break that cycle and get people back to doing the things they love. And, and as you start to get into those activities you love and, and stop, stop having as much pain with those activities, then that's going to just create yeah. that positive feedback. Yeah, loop. I so mean, it makes so much sense, right? We're mind, body, soul composites. And when and when all three are working in different directions or at, at, at odds with yeah. one another, you're going to be a basket case. Yeah. <laughs> you know, so yeah. trying to align all that, you know, and, and the kind of the whole body, whole person aspect is, is really refreshing to hear. Yeah. How many visits would that, is that, or how many classes, I would say? I mean, yeah. I'm not sure, yeah. but... How m- yeah, so it depends on the person. Um, and again, if people have been in chronic pain for many years, it can maybe take some more time to kind of unpack some of that and get that to... Um, it might take a little bit longer for those folks, but you know you can see results in people's mindsets with one session of ex- talking to them about oh, pain and explaining it. And like it. next time they come in, they're way more open to to doing exercise and doing things. And mm-hmm. I, I see people have pretty quick responses. And then some, it does take a while for them to like get that buy into understanding it and and not fearing it. So um, you know anywhere from a session up to, you know, eight weeks of, of therapy. And some of that initial teaching component sort of fades out and you just go return to more traditional therapy and progressing them later mm-hmm. on in the in the treatment. But yeah, it's kind of a, a range there. Well, let's talk about some advances. Well, you guys got robots doing the work yet or what? <laughs> it's all AI. Little it's coming. Yeah. <laughs> little little Chat GPT. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Yeah, yeah, exactly. AI. <laughs> Pretty soon, yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, 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 no. We're yeah. not for that at the Chamber of Commerce. <laughs> That's right. We wouldn't have anybody to be on the show. <laughs> I'd miss that. But any advances in the world of PT? Man, um, that there's there's always like new research coming out and new mm-hmm. interesting ideas. I mean, some of this pain research is fairly new and, and developing over the last 15 years or so. Mm-hmm. Um, robots you know, are coming. No, (laughs) robot massagers. No, um, you know, dry needling's fairly, fairly new. I mean, it's been around for 20 years, but it's really becoming like in the public eye scene out there a lot more as an, as a treatment option as well. And a lot of us are certified in, in doing that. I don't know, Todd, do you have any, any, well, we talked about the industrial medicine side being a a newer service and that's considered an advancement, but, uh, anything else? Even, you know, going into it just it seems like we're we're progressing into more other areas of mm-hmm. healthcare, even kinda into the eastern realm realm a little bit. Okay, yeah. So I've for instance, like yep. cupping. Yeah. I was just I was, you that, know, I was just gonna say that. That's yeah. something and that kneeling, yeah. yeah, so we have we have people in our clinic that are really well versed in it. We all learn from each other, which mm-hmm. is great. Yeah. But there's different even different kinds of cupping. Okay. You know, we use, you know, silicone cups for, you know, drainage and massage, and we might be using the harder cups, which more people are aware of after, gosh, whatever Olympics that was with the U.S. swimmers. Okay. You see oh, all those hickey marks like, on oh, them. Oh, oh, yeah. Octopus. Um, you know, it's just, um, you know, utilizing those techniques okay. now mm-hmm. in therapy to basically get to the same end result and and improve those outcomes as well. So, um, but yeah, like Danny said, I mean, we're always, I mean, the 
the research is always um, changing what mm -hmm. we do, mm -hmm. and we're just finding more evidence for it. So um, we're, we're always on top of that new evidence, and we try to bring that into mm -hmm. how we treat our patients. And so it's a, it's a continuous thing. Um, every year we're going to conferences, we're learning new techniques, and that just kind of develops our overall skills. Great. And so then, therefore, you'll see um, a lot of our therapists getting specialties. Mm. So kind of mm -hmm. like orthopedic surgeons, they don't just do everything anymore. Now you have one surgeon that might just do hips, the other might just do shoulders or Got a it. knee, mm -hmm. feet, hands, whatever. Um, PTs are getting that way as well. Oh, yeah. So we have yep. certified hand specialists. Mm -hmm. We have someone who's certified with the older population, um, certified with cupping, certified with FCEs. I mean, it just goes down the list. And, and most of what we see is obviously orthopedic in nature. Got it. Um, but, you know, we also have a lot of this neurological mm -hmm. stuff going on, too, with strokes and and TBIs, mm -hmm. traumatic brain inju injuries, right. mm -hmm. and spinal cord injury, and things like that. And then we have others that are very well-versed with pediatrics. So that's what's really enjoyable about working in our clinic, is we have all these amazing professionals with these specialties that we all work together mm -hmm. on our patients. So, you know, utilizing all of this knowledge to assist our patients to get them healthy and well as soon as possible. So are most of the services that we're discussing right now, are they available? Uh, I mean, with such a depth and breadth, I wouldn't expect every service to be available at every one of your six locations, but how widespread is the expertise across your locations? Yeah, that's interesting because we have new grads as well, and right. so they're learning, mm -hmm. and they're also bringing new stuff that they're learning in their oh, curriculums cool. that maybe we didn't get. Mm. But it is, I mean, it's interesting because here in in Fremont County, we have Mitch Johnson, who's a certified hand therapist, mm -hmm. but we also have a certified hand therapist in Green River. Okay. And so between Green River and Rock Springs, mm -hmm. we can utilize that one individual for that specific Got specialty, mm -hmm. as well as Lander Riverton. And then we're also in Saratoga and Rollins, and right. we have, you know, other specialists there. And so um, we're now moving into women's health more. So okay. we have two therapists in Riverton right now um, working on that and one of them I mean each of them will move around right. and we can Makes see sense. people here mm -hmm. we have women's health specialists in Rock Springs and so it's That's really great. interesting because we have people all over the state it's so funny how sometimes people think the grass is greener with medical care mm. outside of their own town <laughs> and so yeah people drive a distance mm -hmm. to seek health care oh sure and so we might see somebody from um, Rock Springs that comes down here to specifically to see one of our specialists. Okay. So, and vice versa. And so it's kind of interesting how it all works. But we all feed off of each other. It yeah. doesn't matter what clinic we're in. And right. it's interesting because some of our therapists don't even know some of our therapists in the other clinic. Oh, I believe it. Sure. Yeah. But we communicate. Yeah. And so, you know, if you ever have a question, it's very easy just to get a hold of them and say, hey, what would you do for this? Or have you seen this before? Mm -hmm. Would you mind seeing them? you know, a couple times for us as well. That's great. And so it's it's really nice to have that network. Network, I was just going to say, it sounds yeah. like a, a great network for all of you to, to provide services and lean on each other. I love, mm -hmm. I love the attitude, too, of the 
of the older folks, you know, relying on the newbies to come in. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know the newbies. I'm, yeah, I'm yeah, out we're Daniel seasoned. Yeah, yeah, we're seasoned. Yeah. yeah, like a fine wine. Oh, yeah, exactly, exactly. Um, where you guys both work out of the lander? Yes. Yes. Mainly, but yep. all the time. Yeah, and with my industrial medicine, I am kind of all over. So yeah, I also totally assist with yeah. our physician liaisoning as well, okay. which means I just go and help our communication amongst all of our. Because Riverton has a ton of that field you're talking about with the industrial medicine so i'd yeah. assume you would yeah and so once you get down into rock springs green river and rollins there's even oh, yeah. more yeah. right yeah. i mean yeah, that's true. huge yeah, and when i yeah. lived over in sublet county yeah. mm-hmm. i mean it's no longer ranching it is oh, right. industrial oh yeah um, oil gas sure. and natural resources mm-hmm. now so yeah we see a lot of that now so yeah well owen director of the lander chamber of commerce some housekeeping uh, nuggets for the folks yeah, well, early bird tickets are on sale now to Brewfest. Landerbrewfest.com. That's right, the official or unofficial summer kickoff. But Brewfest, uh, as always, second weekend in June. It's one of the uh, most popular craft brew festivals in the Rocky Mountain West. So come on out. Uh, we're, we're aiming at, again, for another 30-plus brewers. So save money on a weekend pass or a one-day pass if you can't be with us for both days. We've got tons of brewers coming. We've got great Wyoming food trucks that are well-known around the state and here locally. We've got two great bands that are coming in, from one from Jackson, and we've got another band. They're from Fort Collins, but one of the guys is actually from here, Quinn. Our very own Quinn Swarovski. So, yeah, that's right. That's right. So, so go to LanderBrewFest.com, get your tickets, get your one-day pass, get your weekend pass. And we'll see you at the Fremont County Museum this yes. year, actually, because of all this snow. There's a high potential for some flooding at City Park. And even if it doesn't flood, they told us, the city said, you know, we're going to have all these barriers up to prevent mm-hmm. the water if it floods. So even if it doesn't flood, it would be really difficult to have an event there because of all this, you know, the water and flood mitigation barriers that they're going to be putting up. So, you know, head over to LanderBrewFest.com, get your tickets, and we'll see you June 9 and 10 at the Fremont County Pioneer Museum right across the street from the radio station. Yeah, where we're recording right now. We don't have to go far. That's right. Uh, yes. It's a hop, skip, and a jump for me. So we're I very like grateful, it. as always, for free to Fremont Toyota. They've been our presenting sponsor for many, many years, so we're grateful to them. Wind River, Wind River Hotel and Casino is our platinum sponsor this year. A lot of sponsors, so we're grateful for that. It's a great event, much beloved by the people here and people who travel from all over Fremont County and many people who come from beyond to hmm. to enjoy. There's some... Uh, it's hard to beat City Park, but boy, oh boy, the views from I'm curious. I'm the wondering, views yeah. of the winds from yeah. the museum grounds are spectacular. Yeah, but yeah, I'm excited well, about we'll it. See. I was at Mountain Hops uh, over the weekend in Casper and oh, uh, cool. asked him if he was going to bring his Buck and Berry Sour, which was one oh. of the more popular ones yep. last summer. And he said he hopes it's, it's ready by then. He's planning on it. So yeah. well, uh, we're hoping to, to have a new, uh, there's a new brewer. Ooh. Here in oh, Lander. oh, here in Lander. Yeah, I yeah, know about that. So, Starts with a P, uh, but I can't Matthew, remember. Push root. Push root. That's right. He's so been we're... so supportive. I've seen him everywhere yeah. in town. No, Matt's a great guy. He's been here with his wife for a few years. He was doing remote work for John Hopkins University. Oh, cool. And, uh, <laughs> and now he's going full hog on uh, on opening up a brewery here in Lander. He's he's. I didn't. I, I had forgotten this. We met over a year and a half ago. He, the two of us, and he was giving me some background. And uh, he's an award-winning brewer mm-hmm. um, from from a uh, you know his 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 uh, 
amateur life, uh, but now he's putting it into the pro field. And that was in Colorado, excited. right? When he I was believe in, it yep. was. Yeah, mm-hmm. he's, he's originally, I think, originally from Denver. So we're happy to have him here. We're excited to have another business, another brewery, and uh, and another brewer, hopefully, uh, in June at Brewfest. Well, Todd Comstock, Daniel Smith. Guys, did we miss anything? Did we get all of the therapy information we needed out there? I think you got everything. You know, you can always check out our website, fremonttherapygroup.com. You can always call us as well. We do do free consultations. So if you kind of tweak something over the weekend and Great. you just need to get it checked and get an opinion, cool. Uh, please give us a call. We'll schedule you a visit. Great. And I also like to put a thanks into Tom Davis. He's the uh, clinic Tom's director my and owner yep. uh, of the Lander Clinic of Fremont Therapy Group. He serves on our board of directors. So thank you, Tom. And Thank you, Daniel, and thank you, uh, Todd, for coming over today and being on the Lander Biz Show. Thanks for having us. Uh, Absolutely. Thank you.